Hey guys, this is Brandon, one half of the Football Frame of Mind podcast. I'm here to discuss college football week six. We're here to do a preview of week six. I've got about four or five games we want to talk about today and really just dive in and just get an idea what's going on this week. But before we do that, man, we just want to say thank you guys for all the support you guys have been showing. Like I said last time, we're nearing 10,000 subscribers on YouTube in about four months of work, and we are just so grateful just for all the love and support, man. You guys have been awesome. We just pray and you know, just stick around for the ride. I think y'all would really enjoy it. Once again, thank you for Alt the Ball Network for giving us another platform to use to be able to show more of our content to more fans and give us an opportunity to really just continue to improve on our content, make better content, and reach more people in the process. And uh, I just want to say thank you to Cam for all his hard work. He's just been putting in a lot of time, a lot of effort, and I just want to just let him know that he's greatly appreciated. Now, if we're going into week six, they have a bunch of really cool matchups. Like I said, I'll go into about four or five games. The first game I'm going to go into, man, we've got number 10, Notre Dame, taking on number 25, Louisville. Now, if you guys haven't been paying attention to Notre Dame, man, they've got Sam Hartman, and they've got a rolling roster, man. Like, Notre Dame looks really good. Man, they had their last two weeks have been down to the wire games. Man, they lost a heartbreaker to Ohio State in South Bend two weeks ago, man. They almost had a chance to win. They just couldn't pull it out. But, man, they look really good. But last week, it was a near loss to Duke. Uh, Duke looks really good. I mean, if you guys don't know, I've been pretty high on Duke and Riley Leonard and those guys. Uh, But they pulled it out, man, and I'm still pretty confident in them. Louisville finds themselves sitting at number 25, and I think they got a solid team as well. Uh, but the ACC obviously overshadows them with teams like Duke. Uh, Clemson has been struggling, but Florida State has looked really good as well, as well as some other good teams. But, man, uh, I don't have a whole lot to say about this game. I think it'll be a good matchup, but I don't see Louisville being able to contain Sam Hartman in this high-powered offense. I- I'll take Notre Dame, and I'd be really interested to see like how this game plays out and how he plays. Now, this next game is a really cool matchup, not necessarily from a ranking perspective, because one of these teams are ranked and one of them aren't, but just from a talent perspective and from the side of looking at coaches, man, I'm going Alabama at A&M. Alabama's ranked as the number 11 team in the country, and A&M is not ranked at the current time. Now, most people be like, well, why do you think Bama and A&M is a good matchup? Some games, it does not matter the record. It all depends the product on the field. And just, and these teams always come to play against each other. We've got some bad blood, it seems like, between Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher. They've exchanged some words throughout the offseason. We don't need to get into all the nitty-gritty, but let's just say some unkind words were said between the two of these guys, both well-respected coaches. Uh, Nick Saban's questionable one of the greatest, if not the greatest, college head coach of all time. And, I mean, Jimbo Fisher's not a pushover himself. Although his time at Texas A&M has been lackluster, uh, he got a big 10-year contract some years back, and they just haven't been able to transition that. Man, he has really good recruiting classes. Some of, He's got one of the most talented rosters in the country from a talent perspective, but they just can't seem to put it together. Uh, the crazy thing about this game is, like I said, they have bad blood. They have talented rosters on both sides, but you're going to play at Kyle Field. 
It's a home game for A&M. Man, if you don't know, uh, obviously I'm an LSU fan. Death Valley is one of the hardest places to play in the country. But, man, let me tell you, Kyle Field is no different. It is a hard place to play. It's pretty much equivalent to how people would say, like, the 12th man in Seattle in the NFL with the Seahawks. Kyle Field is tough to play in, man. It's rowdy. It's high energy. It's loud. And, man, this is just a – this could be – I'm not saying Alabama would lose this game. I'm not saying that. But, man, Texas A&M is loaded. They have talent. Like, these games, like, you can't just look at it black or white because these games, anything can happen. Uh, If I'm just looking at roster, like, yeah, they're both loaded. I'm probably going to roll with Alabama. I'm just more confident in them. But, man, you can't – you can't just call it black or white. Like I said before, uh, this game could go either way. I think this one could be a thriller. Uh, I could see this one being a 30, 40, 50-point game. I just think it's going to come down to the wire. I don't see it being a blowout. Uh, you could be talking late fourth quarter, into overtime. I mean, anything could happen when these teams play. Any team's got to go to Kyle Field. It's always going to be a thriller for the most part. But uh, I'm going to go with number 11, Alabama. But like I said, anything can happen. If you're going to move on, another game that's really interesting is Maryland at Ohio State. Maryland's 5-0 and for the first time in God knows how long. Uh, they're playing really well right now, man. They're The last few games, they've been beating teams, like blowing them out by 25 or more points. They have to go to play Ohio State. Ohio State, there's not really too much we need to say about them. They're ranked in the top five. They're number four. Uh, they're loaded at the skill positions, man. They are really good. Uh, this one I see being a shootout. I, I don't see any scenario where it's not. I think to his brother Tulia, I think he's gonna really go in there and be slinging the rock. Uh, I think Ohio State pulls it off, but I don't see it being a big time win, like not a blowout. And you never know. Ohio State's not a, like they're a juggernaut, but it's not impossible to beat them. We've seen they can get beaten. And, I mean, if I had to pick some teams on the schedule besides Michigan that could beat them, I could see Maryland maybe winning a shootout with them. Do I think it's really likely? Not necessarily. But I just look at how they've been playing. I mean, you obviously have to look at strength of schedule. You have to look at how good of a team Ohio State is. But I would not rule out Maryland as a team that could maybe knock off Ohio State. Do I think it's going to happen? No. Would I like to see it happen? Yes. I would really like to see it happen, but I'll take Ohio State for sure. Uh, This next game, (laughs) it's going to be a cool matchup. Uh, I obviously have a team in this game. Uh, It's LSU at Missouri. Uh, LSU, if you hadn't known, man, we were ranked in the top five to start the year. Uh, we dropped the first game to Florida State in dramatic and unfortunate circumstances. And last week, I feel like that should have been a win. And just the way the coin fell, we let it go to Ole Miss. There was a little too much time on the clock. Ole Miss went down the field, drove, scored, and we just couldn't get it done at the end of the game. So LSU drops to having two losses. They're right on the cusp of being out of the top 25 at number 23. And they're playing undefeated Missouri, man. Let's give credit to Missouri. They're 5-0. and Brady Cook looks really good for them. That offense is clicking. They can score points. Uh, this is scary because Missouri can score points. Their quarterback's playing really well. And me and Cam, I talked about it before. I'll talk about it again. A big struggle for LSU has been the secondary. Now, I think LSU's offense will play really well in this game. I, 
it, it's been up and down for me. I really want to see them succeed. Uh, but, man, it's going to come down to LSU's secondary with D, DJ Chestnut and some of those guys like that. Are they going to be able to contain that pass game? Like, can Mason Smith finally step up? and start getting some pressure from the interior of that defensive line. And Makai Wingo's played really well. And some of these other guys don't look that bad, but we need pressure coming off the line of scrimmage. You have to win in the trenches. We need LSU's offensive line to step up and protect the quarterback better. But if you're going to win this game from an LSU perspective, you need to get pressure on Brady Cook. You have to. Because if you do not, he is going to score points on you. He is going to throw the rock around. This game is going to be a really good matchup. It's not going to be a blowout. I don't see it being anything more than a seven-point victory for whoever wins. Uh, the sports person in me wants to think that they'll win this game and improve the 6-0. and I don't want to be a homer and just pick LSU just to do it, but I just don't see them dropping two games in a row. You lost a game to Ole Miss. I, I'm, a, I'm going to go with LSU stunning Missouri. I say it's stunning, but... I'll say I see them ending their undefeated streak. I got LSU winning by at least three or more. And if we're just gonna look at the last game, I mean, it's one of the hottest rivalries, even when the teams aren't that good. It's the Red River rivalry. You've got number three Texas and number twelve Oklahoma. You've got Quinn Ewers versus Dylan Gabriel. It's going to be a good game. This is the last year that they're going to be in the Big 12. Uh, If you've been hiding under a rock somewhere, then you know what you wouldn't know, that Texas and Oklahoma will be leaving the Big 12 to join the SEC next year. So that's going to be interesting. But if we're talking about right now, this game's got a lot of implications. Whoever wins this game, you know, is going to nine times out of ten be in the playoff unless they drop like a bad game later on. Uh, High-scoring game, high-scoring game, high-scoring game. This is Big 12 football at its best. Uh, I don't think Dylan Gabriel's bad at all. I think he's looking good. But, man, Texas is playing beyond my expectations for this year. I definitely didn't see them playing this well. I don't think Cam's seen them playing this well. Man, they look really good. They're ranked third in the country. And, man, I'd like to see them maybe see if they can keep it up, man. I think be back and forth. I could definitely see this one being a 40, 50-point game each. Uh, Oklahoma could win. It's not impossible for them to beat Texas, but, man, Texas just looks really good. Those wins early on the season, especially the wins over Alabama and some of them other teams, man, I know that that's really helped keep them morale high. That's really helped give them momentum and just give them confidence going into these later games like this game where you don't know if you can win or not, but it'll be a really good matchup nonetheless. If I'm going to go with my gut, I've got Texas. Like I said, I think it's going to be a Big 12 shootout. Like I said, the last year that they're going to be in the Big 12, they're going to go out with a bang for sure. I've got Texas. Then they got a lot of other really good quality matchups, but that's all we're going to get into today. But I just want to express my gratitude. Thank you guys for showing all the support. Man, we can't make this great content without you guys. Man, if you guys would just, just be so grateful just to like, comment, subscribe, Please don't forget to hit that bell notification. If you love college football content, we've got it. If you like NFL content, we've got it. If you want to see how our preseason predictions stack up against what's happening now, we've got that. If you like hearing scenarios about maybe things from the past that went one way, but maybe you want to see it go a different way, we've got that with the What If series. If you like comparing top five lists, whether it be college, NFL, whether it be players, coaches, teams, we've got that. 
We're going to start a new open discussion series where we get to discuss all those controversial topics. Maybe we'll talk about things that we enjoyed as kids. Maybe we'll talk about what's the sport going to be looking like in the future. And maybe with some comments from you guys, we can use some of those ideas in this segment as well. But we just want to thank you guys for all the love and support. We just want to shout out Off the Ball Network for their partnership with us. Thank them for the opportunity. And just thank Cam for all his hard work and determination for helping us get to where we are now. But... As for right now, this is Brandon with the Football Frame of Mind podcast, signing off.